Entrepreneur on Fire 978. I'll go to the beach, that's it. End of the interview. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with amazing entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to rock your own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com and sign up for our free 10-day webinar course today. Ignite. Zero is the online accounting software for your small business. Born in the cloud, Zero gives you an at-a-glance view of your cash flow. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at zero.com slash podcasts. That's xero.com slash podcasts. Selection, speed, and creativity are just a few of the benefits of having several designers work on your project. Start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. Entrepreneurs, near and far, Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Zion Ong. Zion, are you prepared to ignite? I am pumped, John. Bring it on. Zion is founder of Alika, Western Australia's largest digital marketing agency. He's driven the business to grow 958% over five years, doubling in revenue and profit each year. He's received the National BRW Fast Starter Award twice and was recognized as a top 40 under 40 entrepreneur winner. Zion, take a minute. Fill in any blanks from this intro and give us a glimpse into your personal life. Well, I live an extremely hectic life. So I've grown the company 958% yeah. uh, over, the, over a five-year period, uh, revenue and profit-wise. So that's been pretty crazy. Um, but at the same time, I've, I've had to raise three kids under the age of six <laughs> uh, with my supportive wife. And, uh, and I'm also very active in my church. So... I don't really have much downtime for anything else. Um, I'm always working, whether it's business, family life, or in the community. So yeah, it's full on. So it can be done. A family in an entrepreneurial business, it's possible. Oh, definitely. It's all about, obviously, work ethic is one thing, but I don't really agree with the the work-life balance. I think it's more work-life integration. Um, So definitely doable. Work-life integration. I love that. Yeah, and and I love my life, so... So, Zion, you're hanging out in Western Australia. You yeah. are at a networking party. It's a business networking party. And somebody walks up to you and they say, Zion, number one, cool name. Number two, what exactly do you do? And in about 10 seconds, how do you respond? Well, I would say um, simply, I make people rich using the internet. Um, and <laughs> then after that, yeah, and then after that, it's a conversation. So, um, I used to talk about my services and that really bored people yeah. uh, and turned them off. So I, I, ask, I say that, I make people rich using the internet and then everything starts off from there. Don't talk to me about the features. I want the benefits, yo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. So Zion, let's do this now. We're all about the story and you're going to be telling us a couple stories. Um, but before we go back into your past, deep past, you know, I want to talk right now about how you got started and what you're currently doing. So just take us to that moment when you started doing what you're doing right now and tell us that leap off story. What was that? Yeah, so growing up, I always wanted to do uh, business. My first business was actually when I was about 11 years old and I was... um, Well, Zion, remember, we're not going back now. Just to that moment where you started this current business. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so basically, I was working in corporate banking at the time, um, and I hated my job. 
And I was talking to my brother about doing business and he said to me, look, why don't you just, um, why don't you get into the web design slash online marketing field because that's, you know, that's where things are heading. Yeah. Um, I got, and then it was almost like a light kind of was lit inside of me and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. Like I've been thinking about it all this time. Um, and that's when I started every single night I was learning how to code websites. I didn't have any coding experience at all. Um, every weekend I'd be building sites or building sites for friends or whatever. Um, and so I was just learning this thing every single day, every single night. And then I got some small clients and then that grew to big clients. Um, and then I got my first big break, um, when there was a big client who was interested in, in using my services and, um, I actually had to fake having an office, which was, <laughs> was pretty funny. Um, and I had a friend who I, I used his office and he said, look, I'll let you use this office as your pretend office on the basis of if you win this contract, you're going to have to actually move in. Um, and so we actually won the contract and then I actually ended up moving in. So that after that, um, I was able to actually move from move away from my corporate banking job into, into this business full time. Um, yeah, so that, that's a story of how I actually got into the business. Yeah, I love that leap. You know, people need to understand how the connection is made. And sometimes mm. it can just be, hey, I'm going to take a swing while I'm working my current job. And if I miss, guess what? I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to take some more swings in the future. But if I connect, now I know I have this contract, I have this revenue in hand. Now I make this leap. And right now, today, Zion, how are you generating revenue? Tell us those revenue streams. Yeah, so a few revenue streams really. Um, one of them is building websites, um, not just building any website, but websites that generate leads. That's the f one of the first things. The second thing is building custom web software. So that's like building websites that are beyond just you know looking pretty um, or converting leads. Like they actually do complex stuff. Um, Third thing is digital marketing, you know, your SEO, your, your Google AdWords, your social media marketing. Uh, and the fourth thing would be your, your website maintenance. So those would be the four main revenue streams. Yeah, website maintenance is huge. I mean, everybody yeah. that has, especially a WordPress site, um, it's just, oh, yeah, you, you sure. have to have somebody that you can say, mm. OMG, I just broke something. Please go in and fix it. it. <laughs> so plug, That plugin's broken, yeah. <laughs> real quick, Zion, I want to talk about one of these revenue streams uh, specifically, and that would be the one where you create websites to generate leads. Number one, um, well, I guess this is just the only question I want to ask about it is, once you've done and created this website that generates leads, how do you sell it? Like, where do you go? Is there a marketplace or you, have you already been contracted out to create this website prior for a company or for a business or a person? Well, generally when, if, I, if I'm understanding the question correctly, generally when someone uh, wants a website with us, they, they've got a really bad website that just is not doing anything for them. Uh, they're not getting traffic to it. Or, and, and more importantly, they're not converting that traffic into buyers. That could, could be a dentist website, could be, could be anything, a plumber, um, doesn't matter. Yeah, so it's our job to actually, you know, work out, okay, who's your target market? Um, what call to actions do we put on your site to get people calling, get people filling out those forms, get people emailing? Um, and that's what really pumps me up, just actually getting the website uh, to get business for the client. Okay, cool. So you totally understood the question and it was the second, oh, yeah, it was the second part, which is basically that you're having a client that says, Hey, I have a website, but it's not doing crap. It's not converting. Well, you come in, you make it a lead generation machine because 
there's exactly. other ways, and some people do this as well, where they actually just go ahead and they create a great website um, for nobody in particular that you know ranks good for keywords, that's a good authority exactly. in a certain niche, and then they go to places like you know Empire Flippers or other sites, and they say, hey, this is the site, these are the analytics, you know, who wants this? And it kind of gives people who have a little bit of dough that head start, so they have that already functioning site that's off to the races. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So cool. So what I do want to do now, Zion, is go back. And this next story is going to be your worst entrepreneurial moment. So that's the only story that I want to hear, but I want you to take us to that moment in time. I want to be there with you on the ground level when you have this terrible worst entrepreneurial moment of your life thus far. So take us there and tell us that story. Yeah. So early on in the business, we were growing so fast that, um, that we had to hire hire fast as well uh, to do, you know, we had to get people to do the work. So we hired, <laughs> we hired a guy for a senior role who looked really great on paper, uh, had all these accolades and awards. Um, and, you know, we, we hired him too quickly. We didn't do our due diligence, um, got him into the business. And then, from, you know, from, from early on, he, he, this, this person was just doing really dodgy stuff, just sabotaging the business basically mm. um talking talking to the staff you know lies about me and my business partner um trying to steal clients behind our back setting up meetings without a, us knowing um it, it was it was yeah it was actually borderline criminal yeah <laughs> um, and then you know lastly he didn't do any work so <laughs> paying this guy who not only is not doing any any work he's trying to steal our clients and sabotage the business so that was a massive mistake, um, and it wasn't so easy just to get rid of him. You know, certain laws here that you have to abide by. Of course. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, we did a background check of him. You know, when we started getting suspicious, and it was, you know, it turns out he he actually had a really checkered history uh, with previous employers, um, and we ended up getting rid of him. But that would have cost us about, you know, I swear about a hundred grand all up when you calculate the damage to the business yeah and the opportunity is, cost yeah the opportunity cost massive and we had clients that and and then he would actually call clients and uh, abuse them on the phone and and i'd have to go in and apologize to them and say i'm sorry but you know so it was it was a mess yeah and there's something that you said at the beginning that you were growing fast you had to hire fast totally understandable but how fast is too fast fire nation that's something you really have to be thinking about as you're growing your business. And that's why you hear so many of our entrepreneurs now on these shows, they look back and they say, if there's one thing I wish I did, and that is hire slow and fire fast. Because you may think that your business is going forward 100 miles an hour, and it might be, and you need to hire fast because of it, but it is such a wrench in the plans and it's such a backfire if you hire too fast without doing the proper background uh, check. So for me, the huge takeaway here, Zion, is referrals are everything. Mm. Like you need to go back to past employers and say, listen, I need to have real conversations with real people at this company about this potential hire. And you know, they understand the importance of it a lot of times, so they will make that time and make that happen. And you have to have these conversations, and that is so critical. The opportunity cost, Zion, was even more than 100K, I have no doubt, because of oh, lost yeah. potential future revenue, time for you, I mean, everything. So give oh, us yeah. in just one sentence, what is your major takeaway that you want Fire Nation to walk away with? Oh, like you said, John, checking reference, references like crazy. So... <laughs> 
Um, I'm pretty paranoid right now, but it's actually a good paranoia. Like whenever we, we you know, one, one of my sayings is slow to hire, quick to fire, exactly what, mm, what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you want to fire people, but what, what I do now, the biggest takeaways is check a minimum of two references. In fact, that's not even enough. Just check three plus references. Um, and the thing is, they will, people will often give you their references, but I'm not satisfied with them because they'll obviously just give you references that, you know, that are favorable towards them. So I actually go around the, you know, go around town just trying to find out if anyone knows this person. Um, I'll hop onto LinkedIn. I'll, I'll go to the Facebook. I'll, yeah. you know, do whatever it takes, and I'll, I'll call calling people up and say, "Hey, do you know this guy? Is he is he any good? Is he any, you know, um, what do you know about this person?" Priceless. And I've actually, yeah, and I've actually not hired based on feedback that I've gotten from other people. Um, often people look fantastic on paper and are great in interviews, but they can't execute. So you've got to do your background checks um, with our developers. We test, we actually test them as well. So we say, look, piece of homework for you. Um, go back and slice this website. Come back and, and show me what you've done. Um, that's really helped. And we do multiple interviews. So we'll do like two to three stages of interviews. Um, so yeah, those are the biggest takeaways. And, and it's worked really well so far. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And I'm actually going to do this and keep this in the recording because I think it's really important for Fire Nation to realize that, you know, if you go down the route, the route of interviewing people that, you know, these are conversations that need to be had and let's just be upfront about mm-hmm. it. So Zion, you have a great mic right now and it's sounding good. Sounds like it might be kind of scratching like on your, on your chin a little bit, or you might be kind of moving around a little bit while you're talking and it sounds like a little bit of scratching or potentially even breathing. So just, you know, do it kind of adjust it a little bit out and kind of oh, stay stationary. No, Hey, no worries at all. We're actually going to keep this in because this is Fire Nation loves just the transparency. And okay, what, cool. I, what I want to talk about next is your aha moment, Zion. I want to hear that story. Now you've had a lot, but what's one that you think is going to resonate with Fire Nation? Take us to a moment in time that you had this light bulb that went on, this epiphany. Tell us that story. Yeah, so a couple of years ago, um, my business partner and I felt responsible for pretty much every single task, big or small, um, and we were delegating. That wasn't the problem. Like we had staff under us, and the, you know they were good, um, but the biggest problem was just the I guess the responsibility wasn't really spread out. So we felt that we cared about the business the most, and you do as a business owner. But it was really magnified by the fact that other we didn't really give. Um, senior responsibility to our staff. We didn't really um, say, hey, you're responsible for this and and really link them to the bigger picture, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, the aha moment was when, um, because I like to get involved with any everything and I just feel sometimes I just get involved with silly things that I shouldn't be. So one time I found myself, you know, I just finished this massive proposal um, and then I'm spending ages cleaning the toilet. Like I'm just <laughs> literally bending <laughs> over just... And, and, you know, it's like 20, 30 minutes just, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I've got to make sure the toilet's clean, just, you know, got, got to excellences of priority in this business. Uh, and, then, and then I just stopped and said, what the heck am I doing? Yeah. Like I'm Come cleaning on. the freaking toilet. I could be out there selling, networking, building my business. I should be, I shouldn't be doing this. Someone else should be in charge of this. So I had a chat to my business partner and we thought, you know what, um, we had a chat to a few mentors, so you know, mentors are a good thing. And and they were saying, look, you need a senior management team. Um, you need to not just have good staff, but you need to elevate key staff to a senior, to senior management roles, and they need to meet weekly to make decisions to help run the business, so that not all the responsibility is under you guys. And 
So we did that a few years back and it's it was a phenomenal decision. And I go to these um, weekly meetings I have and my job is to really try not to say too much because that can really take away. I'll, I'll add my two cents where required, but you know the best thing I can do is listen and then just contribute where, where I need to. Uh, and it's really changed everything. So way more effective now. Oh, I love it. And just quick side note, your audio is sounding great. So whatever you did, keep doing it, brother. And okay, one good. thing that I really want you, Fire Nation, to take away from this is it's a great book by Chris Ducca. Um, Mr. Virtual mm. Staff Miner himself. It's called Virtual Freedom. And he says, write down all of your tasks. Write down all, the, all, all of the activities that you're doing every day just for one week. Then you sit down and label them. Are they $20 tasks, which would be cleaning a toilet? Because again, you could pay somebody $20 to clean your toilet for you. Are they $200 tasks? Are they $2,000 or $20,000 or potentially even beyond? And put them in each one of those vertical columns and then sit back and say, I, I did 10 $20 tasks this week. Am I saying to myself that my time yep. is worth $20 an hour? Because that's what you're saying to yourself by doing those tasks. Exactly. So exactly. bring people in for the 20, the 200, you know, even for a lot of the 2000s. Because when you're running a business, you need to be thinking high level 20,000 plus activities of your time leveraging. And that's critical, critical stuff, Fire Nation. Of course, you know, maybe you do when you're starting want to be doing that 200 and above, but you know, you want to soon move it to that 2000 and above and then mm. continue to go. So great stuff. And exactly. what I want to do Zion is, is talk about your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur. So share with us what you consider your biggest weakness. Yeah. So my biggest, <laughs> I've got a lot of weaknesses, but my biggest one, one, yeah, one of my biggest ones would be being not phased by risks. So I'm not a risk averse person. So I'm a risk, I'm a risk taker. Um, so, oh, sorry, is this the strength or the weakness? This is weakness, bro. This is weakness. So yeah, paying so, attention so, is one. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another one. <laughs> so, so basically, um, and and you know when we were growing really fast, I talked a little bit about it. Like I, you know, someone looked good on paper. Yeah. I'd just be like, hey, let's do it. Yeah, let's give it a let's give it a whirl. Um, don't worry about the consequence. We'll, we'll sort that out if that happens. So that's a massive um, massive weakness which which I've had to work on. Well, Zion, let's talk about your biggest strength in your eyes. Well, it's also the same thing. I think um, you know I'm not phased by risk, so I'm not afraid of the consequence, which which can be a really good thing if it's controlled. So, you know, there's a quote, uh, I think, randomly enough, Gina Davis, I think, oh, yeah. said this, uh, if you risk nothing, then you risk everything. So, I really, <laughs> you know, go by that. Um, and so, and I, and I believe every risk can be mitigated if you're wise and calculated. So, so you know, risks don't scare me at all. Uh, and that's a good thing in business because, you know, it's all about risk mitigation for me uh, and risk reward analysis. So, I'm pretty good at that. Um, so, yeah, it's a big... That, that, I think, is a big strength. I like that phrase, controlled risk and Fire Nation. That's why when you're building your team, you want to build the right team around you. Like, I'm a bull in a china shop. I've always admitted to it. You know, I have an idea. I charge ahead. I break everything. Luckily, Kate is there to kind of reel me in and say, whoa, whoa, like, this this is a risky, risky, risky. Like, let's make it a controlled risk, and this is how we can do it. And then we kind of come back, pick up the pieces, and do it right. And for right. you, Zion, what is the one thing that has you fired up more than anything else right now? It sounds really corny, but one of the things that fires me up um, is now that I've established the business a bit better, 
it's just being able to invest more time in the personal lives of, yeah. of my my team. Um, yeah, that is corny. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So let's end the interview right there. Um, uh, so yeah, so you know, like I've kind of I've actually systemized it. Um, where every Thursday I actually meet up with um, some. It's open to all my staff. I just say, look, let's meet up in the boardroom. We'll catch up and we'll just, you know, we'll just have a chat and do it over lunch and we'll just encourage each other personally. And um, we do that every single week. So that's been really good. And so, you know, guys will come by my office and uh, start talking to me about personal lives and, you know, I'll try to encourage them or mentor them and then I'll tell them to get back to work. No, I'm joking. Yeah, no, I hope (laughs) hope you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so just being able to spend more time with, with the guys and actually trying to care more about them as people sounds corny but i spent i've spent so many years just profit 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 um you know something was really missing and so i'm just trying to yeah invest a bit more in personal lives well and that builds so greatly off of what i just shared was building the right team around you and the only way to have the right team is to have a team that cares about each other and you know you as the person that's leading that team you have to genuinely care i mean we're going out to the philippines in two days for tropical think tank by the time you hear this fire nation i mean it'll be done and over but you know we're flying our virtual assistants out to the philippines um they're living on different islands in, uh, in the philippines we're flying them to cebu and we're going to hang out with them you know we're going to have a good time we're going to talk about their morale you know we have a couple of gifts for them and we're going to see them in person i mean you have to really make your team just be excited and happy and, and proud to be part of that team. And Zion, we're going to be pulling some great nuggets from you in the lightning round. But before we get there, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Need a quality design but worried about the cost? One of the easiest ways for your design budget to spiral out of control is to start your project without clear direction. That's why I love going to 99designs for my design projects. They make it easy. I actually just completed two of my own logo projects through 99designs this past month for free podcast course and travel on fire. It doesn't matter if you're running a contest with several designers or collaborating with just one. Crafting a thoughtful brief is always the first step to getting a great design and at 99 designs, it's super simple. All you need to do is fill in their online brief form. Project started just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. And also check out the past contests that I've run myself. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Isn't it awesome finding a business partner who you know you can trust to always be there when you need them? This is especially true when it comes to one of our most valuable assets, our finances. Introducing the online accounting software and platform for your small business, Zero. That's X-E-R-O. Zero was born in the cloud, so it's there for you anytime, anywhere. Whether you're on a Mac, PC, or an iOS or Android device, Zero is right there with you. Plus, they're perfect for any small business, whether you're brick and Order or online. Zero also seamlessly integrates with over 350 best in class business tools to process mobile payments, manage payroll, run your back office, and even help you with cash flow management, something everyone needs. Sign up for a free 30 day trial at zero.com slash podcasts. That's xero.com slash podcasts. Special bonus Zero will randomly select five people a month who sign up for a trial to receive a mystery box of goodies from a business that already swears by zero. Zion, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Mate, I'm pumped. Yes. Bring it. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
Uh, a couple of things, an unborn baby, uh, a new mortgage, the GFC, the, and, a comf- and the comfort of a well-paying corporate job was holding me back. <laughs> What's the uh, GFC? But, uh, sorry, the uh, Global Financial Crisis. Ooh. So, yeah, but I made the leap. tricky. Yeah, I know. We are. We are <laughs> bad, bad people. Zion, what's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, Let your yes be yes and your no be no is one of them. In other words, it's having integrity in what you say. What is a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? Forming daily habits. Um, So I used to be someone who would um, do things by day, you know, every two days, every three days or weekly or monthly and it just never really worked. So forming daily habits and trying to stick, stick with those habits every day. What's an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Google Calendar really works for me. So I can sync it to all of my devices. So whether I'm in bed, in the toilet, uh, you know, Gross. In, you know in, the, <laughs> yeah, in the bus, um, you know, you can, I can just say, okay, uh, let me just edit that to do, uh, let me move that to this day. And it's just awesome. I can move and adjust to do tasks anytime, anywhere. Love it. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Today Matters by John C. Maxwell. I really like that one. Um, so like I said, I used to be really undisciplined. I was inconsistent, operated a lot on emotion growing up when I was, a, when I was younger when I felt like eating, I would eat. I felt like watching TV, I'd watch TV. I felt like exercising, I'd do it. It was all about feelings. So this book really taught me how to form daily disciplines across all areas of your life. And it's really practical from money management to fitness to your spiritual life. So yeah, I would say this book, it's really practical and it just makes sense. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. Dot com. Zion, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. <laughs> Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, so because I would know no one, then I would use my laptop to find out where all the networking and community functions were happening. I'd go to as many as possible to meet people and form strong networks. That would be the number one thing I would do. I'd also get a job like because I'd want to do business, but I would want an income in the meantime just to get things going so I can pay rent and things like that, um, whether it's part-time or whatever. Well, your shelter's taken care of. No rent, no rent. Oh, right. Oh, right. Sorry. Well, then scrap that. <laughs> I won't get a job. <laughs> go to the beach. I'd, I'd go to the beach. That's it. Uh, end, of, end of the interview. Uh, <laughs> I would research the, the biggest need that no one was fulfilling, you know, regardless of what it was, whether it was lack of potatoes or whatever. Um, I'd form my product offering very quickly. I'd package it up um, and then I'd start selling to my network. Even if I didn't have the product ready, I'd start selling because I'm a really big believer in just just sell first, then work it out. So after that, I'd get access to the product and then I'd make the backend operations super duper efficient. I'd hire staff and then I'd grow the team really nimbly and gradually, learning from my previous bad experience of growing too fast. Um, so I'd grow really the team really nimbly, gradually to keep operations lean and profit margins high. Um, that's what I would do. Zion, let's 
end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. I would say uh, as a parting piece of guidance, just to, you know, like Nike said, just do it. Like stop. I know people who have great ideas and they keep talking about their ideas and they keep thinking about their ideas and it's paralysis of analysis. I would say just do stuff and then see how you go uh, and go from there. So yeah, just do it. Um, in terms of how to get a hold of me, um, you know, email is a good way to get a hold of me. So Zion, Z-I-O-N dot Ong, O-N-G at Alika, A-L-Y-K-A dot com dot A-U or my Twitter, which is at Zion Ong. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Zion and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Zion, Z-I-O-N, or if you're listening in Australia, Z-I-O-N. In the search bar, his show host page will pop right up. And Zion, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Thanks, John. You're a legend. As entrepreneurs, we have a lot on our plates. Translation, we're strapped for time. Lucky for us, there are some incredible tools available to help us save time, like Hootsuite, the social media management platform that allows you to schedule posts, build relationships, and turn followers into customers. Loved by more than 11 million people around the globe, Hootsuite is the most widely used platform for managing social media. Get your always free Hootsuite account today at do more with social.com slash fire. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Have an inspired day and ignite.